Christians approached me, I said, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm quite up for that. And, you know, so, and then I started jumping into some of the training that the children were doing and, you know, I was just really enjoying being around, kind of a new kind of idea of what we were trying to do. Which was all about health. It was, uh, yeah, at that, that stage, yeah, it was kind of, but it was very, very, kind of, we hadn't quite worked it out. Yeah. We, we knew that there was something going on that was wrong, but we hadn't kind of um, established exactly what it was. So we were trying all different methods of training. And uh, then I, my sister signed up for Edinburgh Marathon. So I was like, all right, okay, and my brother. So we went, right, let's go down to Edinburgh and do a marathon. So I hadn't, I still wasn't training in the zone one way at this stage, but I was just jumping into Christian's training. Yeah. And I ran a free 18. And, and, and I was kind of like, I didn't expect it at all. So I'm standing in a field in Edinburgh, and I'm like, where is everyone? And, and I, I literally couldn't comprehend the fact that I was up with, yeah, with yeah. like the proper runners. Hi, my name is Andy Ramage. Welcome to my podcast, where I attempt to share the story behind the story of thought leaders, authors, athletes, everyday heroes, and alcohol-free adventurers who have found meaning and purpose through their work, while also sharing some of their greatest wisdom. Let's do this. Age 40, Emma Prideau was a mama free who had not run since she was 16. Her daughter, Rosa, another brilliant athlete, was training with Christian Daly, former West Ham captain, who you've met on the podcast before. And if you haven't listened to this conversation, go back, check it out. It's an absolute cracker. After watching Rosa make great progress in her athletic career, Emma became interested in Christian's Zone 1 health and longevity method of low-intensity training. So aged 40, she started to train with Christian using the exact same methods as her daughter, Rosa. Fast forward eight years, and this is mind-blowing. Emma is on track to become the fastest ever age-rated marathon runner in the UK. She's never been to a physio and keeps getting faster and faster. How did she do it? That's what we're going to find out, right? Emma has a cracker of a story and is full of wisdom that might totally change the way you feel about age, exercise, and health. You're going to love this one. All right, let's do this. Now, before we get started, a quick word from our sponsor, Athletic Greens. Yes, we have a sponsor out the traps for the podcast and not just any sponsor. Athletic Greens is the most comprehensive daily nutritional drink I've ever tried. And it was really important to me to align with a sponsor that were aligned with my values and a product that I actually used. And genuinely, I've been using Athletic Greens for several years now. And I got into it when I first started to transition my diet from a very poor one to an optimal one. And it was listening to podcasts such as the Rich Roll podcast, the Tim Ferriss podcast, and later Wrong and Chatterjee's podcast, who are all partners with Athletic Greens. I thought, I've got to give this stuff a try. And it has been a game changer for me. My morning routine, as many of you will know, looks like this. I walk downstairs, fill up a large glass of water, drink it, fill up half full another glass of water, pour in a scoop of Athletic Greens, fill it up to the top, drink that I'm on the bike. Now I know I might have freaked lots of Athletic Green users out who might be like, you can't put the Athletic Green scoop in the middle, it has to go in at the start or at the end, but that's the way I like to use it. And it's like my nutritional insurance because even with an optimal diet like I have now, life gets in the way, stresses, lack of time, travel, all of those things are there to trip us up. But I know if I've had my Athletic Greens in the morning, I'm like, job done. And here's the thing, it is packed. Let me give you some of like the science and what's actually going on inside this drink. 
Each scoop's got around 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, multivitamins, multiminerals, probiotics, green superfood blends, and so much more. It basically fills all those nutritional gaps. That's why I use it. And this is where it gets interesting for you guys. Right now, Athletic Greens is doubling down on supporting your immune system, so they're offering my listeners a free, F-R-E-E, one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit my link today. Basically, you'll never have to buy vitamin D again. Right, so whether you're looking for peak performance, you're trying to just level up in your life, you're trying to fill those nutritional gaps, you're an alcohol-free adventurer trying to replenish your body, right, this is the drink for you. Simply visit athleticgreens.com forward slash Andy Ramage, right, and join the alcohol-free adventurers, athletes, health-conscious go-getters from around the world who make a daily commitment to their health. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com forward slash Andy Ramage and get your free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs today. <laughs> oh, Emma's nervous. Right, this is going to be good. I know loads of you have been in touch with me to say, like, what is like Emma's story? I think every time I sort of tell a little bit of it, I get loads of messages of people going, that is amazing. And I think it's a story worth sharing because I think it's blooming marvellous. I think it's really inspirational. And another thing, Emma's on the fun side of the island, which is really important because I think it says so much. So... We'll let a couple of people roll on and then we'll get stuck into it. Hold on, I'm just gonna just, this has just got a bit, um, uh, look, see, you, you can, we can just, there's no rules with this stuff. I can clean, I can clean my phone in the middle of all this. Right, fab, right, we've got loads of people on. So I think what people wanted to know, I certainly wanna know, is this lovely story of how you sort of went from a non-runner to potentially on the verge of the fastest ever age-rated marathon runner in the UK from a non-runner at 40. So what about we start around that sort of point, the story that led up to you starting training with the zone one method? Yes, yes. <laughs> so what happened? Oh, right, okay, so first of all, um, I was just watching Rosa. So Christian started training Rosa when she was about 12 and I was just a parent kind of going up and- Rosa, your daughter. Uh, Rosa, Rosa's my daughter and I was just going up, kind of watching her train. I've got a history of training as such, as in the fact that a lot of my youth I was kind of running and uh, I was involved 16. in athletics up to the age of 16. But then so as soon as that 16, started working in the city, running was gone. So it, was, it, was, it wasn't part of my life. Had children relatively young, um, 22, I had my first uh, uh, little girl and then, and then kind of really never really thought about it until Rosa got to an age where she wanted to run. So I took yeah. her up, Christian started training her. And, um, and I was just watching and kind of observing and, and you know, being the pushy mum that I was. And, uh, <laughs> the sports mum. Yeah, I was the sports mum. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, and then Christian approached me um, at a stage when I was already kind of uh, helping out with coaching, um, but not running myself. So I was kind of doing little bits of uh, our local running club, Billericay Striders. I was going up helping the children, um, yeah. a little bit of training there. And then I actually put in for a ballot so I was doing no running at all, putting for a balance zero run at so zero. And this was 40? this was probably no, this was probably about uh, thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. So right. I put in for um, a ballot to for the London Marathon, um, but couldn't even run kind of two, three miles. Uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. and my name came out in the ballot. Right. I was absolutely I didn't know that. devastated. <laughs> 
and it wasn't uh, supposed so, to happen. No, it wasn't supposed to happen. So I can that was at Christmas time and the marathon being in. So I kind of started training then and um, I ran the marathon with my sister and we both ran it together and we just scraped under four hours. She went so, under yeah, four hours. Yeah, went four hours at about seconds. Um, my sister actually beat me, left me on my own. But, but yeah, so I just went under by six and then kind of got the feeling for the running again, kind of started to enjoy it. But so I kind of joined in a few of the striders bits and and then and then Christian approached me about kind of training athletes. So training some good. So he you wasn't, to he help wasn't him happy. Train. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't happy about the way um, the children were training and they were working really hard and there was a lot of stress involved in athletics and, and he had this kind of idea that we take a group away and try and train them it healthily rather than kind of bashing them. In this sort um, of zone one methodology. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was kind of that was the, that that was the start of it. I think yeah. it, you know it was kind of the idea that we wanted to change. But we hadn't kind of, uh, you know, there was no heart rate monitors. There was right, no, yeah. you know, it was just a, an just idea sort of that we needed to kind of, yeah. And then just even just to pull out that bit again. So what were you seeing in, in athletics? Because, you know, I would see this in football and lots of organised sport that actually it should be a bastion of health, shouldn't it? Like our athletic clubs should Absolutely. be the healthiest, yeah. fittest young people on the planet. Yeah. But actually the truth is that there's a lot of them struggle through that system. Yeah, it's really sad. I mean, it's been, it's been brilliant for me because I was part of that as, in my youth as well. Yeah. Because I, I, even though um, I, I loved I, I loved running when I was younger, but I was I bashed myself massively. So you were just and like, I, by the time I got hit, to sixteen, I'd had enough. I absolutely yeah. wanted nothing to do with athletics at all because it was kind of. And also, I suffered when I was younger with like catastrophe theory and and that kind of you know. Yeah. I really used to get myself in a complete mess. Then when my daughter started running, I'd done exactly the same to her as what I'd be I was, you know, getting in the car, you should be up the front, you should be, you know, and if she ran bad, I would be not carrying her bag. And, you know, you know, yeah, pushy parent, awful. Yeah, and, funny, and she was asthmatic and she was having asthma attacks and, and she was getting ill every year. It was kind of, you know. So she wasn't really, healthy. She wasn't healthy at all. Yeah. And it was kind of, uh, you know, so, and, and I didn't really understand it. I kind of, you know, so. Anyway, so when Christian start, approached me, I said, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm quite up for that. And, you know, so, and then I started jumping into some of the training that the children were doing. And, you know, I was just really enjoying being around kind of a new kind of idea of what we were trying to do. Which was all about health. It was, uh, yeah, at that, that stage, yeah, it was kind of, but it was very, very, kind of, we hadn't quite worked it out. Yeah. We, we knew that there was something going on that was wrong, but we hadn't kind of um, established exactly what it was. So we were trying all different methods of training. And uh, then I, my sister signed up for Edinburgh Marathon. So I was like, all right, okay, and my brother. So we were, right, let's go down to Edinburgh and do a marathon. So I hadn't, I still wasn't training in the zone one way at this stage, but I was just jumping into Christian's training. Yeah. And I ran a free 18. And, and, and I was kind of like, I didn't expect it at all. So I'm standing in a field in Edinburgh and I'm like, where is everyone? And, and I, I literally couldn't comprehend the fact that I was up with, yeah, with yeah. like uh, the proper runners. And uh, so then after that, I was kind of said to Christian, you know, do you think I could go sub free? And he was, you know, he said, oh, you know what, let's give it a go. So we started to kind of work with, and Christian trained for a marathon at that stage as well. Yeah. So we trained together for a marathon, but again, still not the zone one way. So we had no heart rate monitors, yeah. you know, and we were experimenting with different mm -hmm. things. I tried to run a hundred mile week and absolutely destroyed me. Oh, and so no. it was kind of, so we... We kind of, and then, but I was in really good shape. We ran a marathon. I ended up getting cramped at about five miles in. Did you? And it, it just all went wrong. So, but I ran again, ran about three, I think 17, something like that. So it was kind of, you know, so we, we kind of, at that stage, it was like, right, okay, that's obviously not worked. Yeah. So I thought, so Christian then started to do his degree and he was kind of said, right, okay, we're going to experiment. 
with heart rates. We're gonna, and he started to kind of research Connect it. The dots and a this bit. is where the zone one started. So I'd already oh. done that. Then we decided to have a year out of marathon. So I, I, I wasn't gonna run a marathon. We were gonna try and train for heart rate. So, yeah. and it was, yeah, it was tricky. And I resisted it quite a lot to start off with because it's kind of, I'm, I'm fit at that stage, but the heart rate monitor's telling me that I'm not fit. He's kind of telling me that, you know, I've got to, you slow know, slow down. down and yeah. like, so, so, my, so again, it, everything we know now is really kind of, uh, you know, uh, that my base wasn't good enough. It wasn't good enough to run a sub three hour marathon. I would never have run a sub three hour marathon. Yeah. I would have just kept kind of trying to break it and not breaking it. Probably getting injured it would have been, in yeah, trying to it, it push just it. wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have, hundred yeah. percent. No, it wouldn't have happened. So, because the heart rate monitor was saying to me, you've got to run nine minute miles. So I was kind of, you know, I was ringing Christian out on runs, kind of, you are joking me. I'm running like nine thirties and and so, tens. So what? Is, and, so for people, listen, is that yeah, really sorry. slow? That would be yeah. Slow. I mean, I'm looking to run a marathon. Uh, you know, I run my marathons now, kind of at six. 6.30, 6.40 pace, and that, uh, so I'm oh. running my uh, training runs at 9s and 9.30s, and kind of, you know, just, the, you know, when normally I'd be running them at 7.30. And just to explain that for people, so basically what that is, that's yes, the right. heart rate, so you pick a heart rate, which is the zone one, this is yeah. where the whole zone one methodology comes from, and it's there's lots to it, but this is one aspect of it, so you run at a certain heart rate, right, you find out what your zone one is, and do most of your training at that heart rate, but as Emma just described, to run at that heart, to stay at that heart rate, because it was really low, she had to run really slow. Yes. And that was like blowing your mind. It was like, how, how am I it's possibly ever gonna run a marathon at that speed when I'm running really, really slow? This is, this is silly, this is not gonna work. But clearly, yeah. I mean, I did. I kind of, I, I didn't understand the whole process yeah. at all, and I was, I couldn't, and and I didn't believe it. And it, it took a good few years, even lucky when I go for me to kind of, I don't understand. And that's all when I speak to people now that you can run that slowly, and then when you race, you race fast. It just doesn't make sense. So it's for the yeah. world that I come from, you work hard and you get the rewards. Just keep going. So keep you going. Can, you bash yourself as hard as you can. You you know you sleep well, you eat well. And then you go again, you bash yourself again, and then you kind of, and you know, no pain, no gain. It's, mm. you know, it, there's no other way. There was, you know, so you're telling me, Christian, that if I'm jogging around Buttsbury at 9.30 pace, you, I'm gonna go sub three. And I, absolutely, there's Just no way, there's yeah. no way. So we didn't run a marathon that year, but we entered Brentwood Half Marathon. And um, so I'm jogging around Brentwood Half Marathon with no kind of idea. Got to kind of the, 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 the last few miles and saw Christian, he's going to be, like, and I'm, I'm like, all right, you know, like, so all <laughs> yeah, good, you're like, I'm like, chatting. just chugging along. And then he said, uh, if you, like, you know, pick it up now, you'll PB. I'm like, you're joking me. Like, he's absolutely, and I, and I PB'd. And then we kind of, then I started to kind of think, this is nuts. This is absolutely mad what we're yeah. doing. So I bought in massively and then lived my life by this kind of heart rate. Uh, you know, I was absolutely obsessed with it bringing it down so, so it's kind of so now so i know what my so if i ran um at 145 so that's the heart rate that i try to stick at is 145 so i'm looking at my watch anybody that would see me running around ingates and goes the mad woman looking at a watch <laughs> the I'm looking at my watch 145 145 and it's and then so i started from running at 145 930s that kind of pace and, and then I could see it moving. So it's going down, it's going down. So for that equivalent heart rate, when it one, four, five, it went into the eights. And then I'm, say, I'm ringing Christian up saying, I think I can get it in the sevens. I think, I, I think one day I'm gonna see one seven minute mile and that. And then, so I was really driven by that and just seeing it come down. And it was like a game. It was like yeah. a game of Monopoly. You know, to go, you can, oh, you know. And, it's, and, and then I'd get one mile in the sevens. I'd be like, oh my God, I've, I've got one mile in the sevens. And as soon as, and then, 
every mile's in the sevens. So mm. every mile's in, so it's kind of, so my conditioning has got really, So you know, good, that base conditioning. And then, just, to, just to explain that again, so yeah, what, what I'm saying there is that, that same heart rate, because that base conditioning using like the, so one methodology or strength training, nutritional strategy, all that stuff, running at that same heart rate was getting quicker and quicker and quicker. So you were seeing that. It's the that same time. effort. Yeah, it's the, the same, same effort. effort, but getting faster. So the heart rate indicates your effort. And so that, that's the effort and the time is your conditioning. So the, you've got an effort and you've got a conditioning. And then, so it's just really showing me. So then, but we were, you know, wasn't doing very many sessions, running the occasional park run. And, um, and then, so then we entered Chelmsford Marathon and we went down to that and, and I'll, I'll never forget, it was one of the, it was just the oddest experience ever. So I'm on the line thinking, no way, absolutely no, still not believing it. Yeah, still, yeah. You know, I, I trusted Christian that, you know, he, he was kind of doing his degree at the time and, and all the research was kind of backing what he was kind of saying. But it was so, anybody that I mixed with in the athletics world would just be, no. It's the total it just, opposite that, of what everyone opposite. else is doing. So you know, and, and would just think that I was, you know, it was just silly. And or that I was lying. That that right, was yeah. a, that was a kind of you know it was it was super bad. Because there's but, a bit of that I guess oh, in athletics yeah, of yeah, people yeah. you know post certain runs and don't post. Oh, there's yeah. a little bit. Yeah, it there's feels so like much. There's a bit of that. Everybody, everybody's <laughs> been injured for six months and then and then miraculously and, come back. Yeah, but actually, it. just even while we're on story, so you haven't really you've not seen a physio through. Oh, I've obviously. never I've never been to. I, I've not. I, I mean, I won't go on my son because I'll bore him with tears. <laughs> but no, uh, uh, Rose, none of none of mine have, have been to physio. So I've not paid any money out on physio. So none of my that this sporting that, that we've done. Fortunately, Christians, you know, because he's been experimenting with us. With there's been no, I've not paid a penny out. I've yeah. not paid a penny or no massages, no no nothing. Because so, mo that's most people. Anyone training are yeah. constantly injured or in the physio or in recovery. It's all about recovery. It's all about so so you spend money to physios to recover you. You, you have a massage to recover you. Oh, but I'm constantly in a state of not no stress. So it's kind of, so I don't need Because the heart rate and the zone one methodology is keeping yeah, you in that me. space. So if I, yeah. if I have a really, say uh, the, the, when you're running, say uh, the children were much younger then and, and you run and you, um, you're, you're, you're stressed because you've had a bad day with children, that your heart rate will be up. So yeah. it protects you. The heart rate protects you Love from it. any form of stress. So, so, uh, so say so somebody slow else, you down. somebody else had, yeah, it slows you down. So somebody else had been, had had a really bad time with their children, you know, or stress at home, work or something. And then they'd go out for a run to kind of get rid of the stress and they'd run too hard. They've already got a stressed body, then they get injured. But whereas I go out for a run in a stressed state, my heart rate would say you're in a stressed state and it protects me. Cause so, so you'd, that you'd have to run to slower for that heart rate. Yes. So instead of you running quicker, yeah. it'd slow you right down cause you're already yeah. stressed, which keeps you protected Protect and safe. You. So you don't need the physio. So it's kind of, so, you know, it's kind of uh, that anyway. So I've, I've got to Chelsea Marathon standing on the line, still kind of in my three quarter length trousers, <laughs> kind of, you know, like the mum on the line. Kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. And uh, standing on the line and, and I'm running, I'm thinking, this is, I just enjoy myself. I'm, I'm not very good with numbers. Could you talk the whole way around? Oh yeah, obviously. So like, yeah, it, yeah. what's amazing telling... about this, right? If you could see it and we're gonna get to it now. Emma, when she's running, in here anyway, is a brilliant talker. It's just talking the whole way around. Like, which freaks everyone out even more because they're obviously I'm all like, I'm like a, in the zone yeah. and Emma's like, yeah, whatever, just yeah. chat away. <laughs> yeah. I've never, you know, because it's all, it's not something that I expected to be doing. Didn't yeah. expect to be kind of running at these kind of levels. So I still feel like a four hour runner, but but running them kind of times. It's yeah. kind of, it's just, I enjoy it. It's yeah. just, a, but it's the same kind of lucky, like, it's so confusing because it's the same effort for me. 
So the four-hour marathon was probably harder than my 2.51. You know, yeah, it's kind of, yeah. it, you know, because of just the conditioning was different. But yeah, so anyway, I finished, you know, so the last few miles, I'm clueless where I am as well. So I'm just running and I'm running and, and I'm not looking at that stage, not looking at heart rate, just running. And, um, and I get to the last couple of miles and Chris is like, you, you, you're going to go under. If you just go, you'll go under. Under three hours. Like, really? Just like, I, can't, I still can't believe it. And then at the end, I think my first one was at 2.57. And I've just gone through the line. I'm just like looking at it and going, what is that all about? Yeah, how did that I'm happen? absolutely, uh, you know, shocked. And then, and then kind of went through a period of running 2.56s and that kind of thing. And then we had a nutritional change in about 2018. And then it went again, but yeah. It yeah. Was, so uh, where is it? Where's your? What's your fastest time? Uh, it is two fifty one. Two fifty one. That is just yeah. like it's I just mind blowing, isn't it? And it's stupid. And if yeah. you, you know, yeah. and I've spent loads of time with them and see Emma's training and the Zoe methodology, which we all take part in, which is brilliant. It is the complete opposite of this, like no pain, no gain. It's just like this nice rhythm. Yeah. I mean, I think probably ninety percent of your training is in this lower heart rate zone one ticking along ticking along ticking along ticking along and that builds this foundation of health this is the important thing isn't yeah, it's it all about everything here is health first so it's basically just get unbelievably healthy set all those preconditions for health and then you layer in that specific training and the results like no one can argue yeah. with because yeah. they're there they're in the time they're in the yeah. clock yeah i love it so you reach that place where are you sort of heading like now with it now, I mean, we're trying to set this up at the moment. So yeah. it's kind of so with zone one health and, and this, you know, which is taking a bit of my time away from being able to yeah. commit so much time to running. But if I can run the 2.51 that I ran my last marathon, if I can run exactly that time when I'm 50, yeah. that makes me the all-time uh, fastest marathon runner for my age in this country, which is kind of, uh, you know, Pretty it's, it's, cool. yeah, it's, it's mad. It's absolutely mad, yeah, absolutely mad. Never expected to be in that position at all. No, and you're sort of building towards that. And what's so like with those like transitions that are happening in, yes. in your oh, body right. and everything? Are we talking menopause? I don't know. Do you want to have that conversation? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's part I'm of actually, and I spoke to my sister about it a while ago, and, and I think our mentality towards things is kind of also quite interesting. So I'm not. It's not something I like. I'm not worried about getting old or that that kind of side of it. It doesn't. But I'm finding it quite interesting because I've gone through a period of time where my my heart rate is just it is is gone up. Yeah. And uh, uh, you know, and it's kind of uh, and and then you get hot and uh, you know, but. I mean, I went out last night for a run and I've kind of been, I've had probably uh, quite a few weeks of, of um, my runs being a bit slower. And, but, but I've kind of like been interested in it. It's yeah. just kind of been, right, I've down with this, um, you know, um, God, I don't know how much detail you want me to go into, but, 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 but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very kind of definitely perimenopausal. So I'm kind of going through uh, periods of time where I'm bleeding quite a lot. Yeah. And it's got, so it's affecting, it's affecting my running. Um, and, um, and, but yes, but I've been really still strict with it. So, so yeah, I would never change the way I train. So it's just kind of, oh, that's quite interesting. But I've kind of that side of it because uh, menopausal is in cycles. It's kind of I, I've kind of stopped bleeding as much, and it's and my heart rate was Started amazing last night. So really? I went out for an evening run, and I felt back to myself again. It's kind of, so I'm quite enjoying the process of it. So it's kind of you know for me to be able to monitor it and watch it. It's, it's like you know like when my son went through you know puberty, I can I can see it on the graph. And it's kind of so, it's, it feels like it's the same, I'm going through the same process I've watched him go through, I'm now going through just, the again, other end. It's, it's just, just, it's just interesting. Yeah. It's and just interesting. And it's, it's interesting kind of, to see how your body through this 
yeah. foundation of health is going to react through that that stage and then can you transition through that and basically maintain because obviously every year you get older if you run at the same uh, pace you're effectively faster yeah for your yeah, age rated yeah. so that's yeah. the idea is to train through this section yeah, stay incredibly yeah. healthy and what monitor. else can you do exactly. you know it's, what it's, else it's, can, what you can you do it's kind of yeah so it's you know it's i, I feel uh, like incredibly lucky to have it because i don't know how you you know for me when i watch other people that are going through i, I don't know how else you go through it if you, you're not monitoring it I don't know, you know, it, it must be very, very confusing because you feel different on different days to different, you know, there's a, how, how do you approach your training? It's like if you, if you train in a traditional way where you train on a, a Tuesday and a Thursday and you go up to your training, but you're having kind of one of these hormonal days on a, on, on a but you train really hard, it's kind of like, you, yeah, you're definitely going to be at the physio. So it's you know so I'm lucky in the sense that I can I can gear my training around like you know today I feel good today so I'll I'll probably put in a long run today so you know but it's it's not scheduled out so I'm not going to write long run day on Friday or so again, you know, that's like the opposite set. of the yeah. like usually it's traditional training plan is you do this 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 doesn't matter how you feel no. on that day whereas yeah. like what you're saying is because you've got this awareness yeah, around monitoring. you yeah. can see it in the heart rate so it's like actually I feel good today I'm going to go for a long run yeah I'll maximise that that day I so love it's it. kind of yeah yeah it's good it's good and you, you know it's everything when when something happens like that you know we'll sit down and we discuss it and it's kind of and then I'll, I'll look at my food I'll look at my sleep so rather than just like a you know, it, it scares you people have like training plans because they just think, you know, you just kind of hit a training plan regardless of what state you're in. And, and this like applies to, to everyone. Obviously, there's a transition going on in your life at the moment, but that's whether you're, you know, a, a youngster and you're going through a relationship that's getting yeah. tricky. You see it in the heart rate, it's, whether you're I've going through your own. Yeah. Right, so it's this monitoring system that you're really skillful. It's a big part of the Zone 1 methodology that, again, protects you mm. and keeps you safe. And equally, let's just talk about this. Uh, briefly, you don't drink. No. Emma's on the fun side of the island, which I love. Right and right, right, and because that would get in the way of your training. There's no way. It's just a no-brainer, isn't it? Yeah. It's just, you know, just it's just not worth it. It's just kind of. Uh, it's, uh, you, although I feel lucky in a sense because it just doesn't bother me. Yeah, it you just, was never. It, a, a it, big I was drinker never anyway. a big drinker, and, but I, I, you know, I just kind of. It is uh, for me. It's like a healthy aging. is probably the biggest thing. Uh, Longevity, uh, for me. Isn't it? Longevity. Yes. And, yeah. and if that's going to interrupt that, um, I, I, you know. So my choice is I kind of go out and drink and do whatever. But then I don't get that experience of running a, a sub three hour marathon at, at fifteen. It's just a bit of a nut, you know. What for a couple of drinks? It's just it's just, a, not, yeah, even, it's just not going to happen. Just not on the radar. But in yeah. that note, we, we we spoke about this before about when you drink alcohol, what it does to your heart rate. Yeah. Oh my word. We've yeah, seen we've that. had some mad experiences with heart rate. For me, it's it, it like again because I feel lucky that uh, you know alcohol is never really ever played a part in my life really at all. But you know, for me, kind of in the job that I'm doing, it's it's amazing. It's mm. been the effects of the alcohol. It's it's watching, I mean, even for, I, I don't know if I've probably said the story, which, uh, you know, to lots of people, but I've run with ladies that have been out the night before and I've been monitoring them both. And uh, so I'll kind of, I know they've been out the night before, so taking it easy with them, got a heart monitor on both of them. One lady next to me, her heart rate will be about five beats more than what it is normally. Yeah. So she's, you know, both had the same evening. So, so she's kind of been affected by the alcohol, but not massively affected yeah. by the alcohol. <laughs> the lady on the other side of me, uh, honestly, to the point of you, I think we need to stop the run. This is your, your 20 beats ahead. You know, you need to, like, we need to dangerous. walk. I mean, I think We've my resting walk. heart rate is say 42. It's almost 
double before you've yeah. even like just yeah. physically being like yeah. alive. Yeah. Because yeah. of the alcohol. Yeah, because of that's the alcohol. Nuts. And that's why people keep over. You don't know unless you monitor it. You don't know. So you don't know. So, but you, you, so you could be somebody that's and and the particular person that I know is now having. Uh, you know, we kind of make them aware. But there's only so much you can do. You make them aware, and you know. But now he's having serious problems, like liver problems, and but right. the, the other one still fine. Yeah. You know, so so everyone's so you different. You don't know it? how you. But but obviously it's it's not you know a healthy way to. But it's kind of. But you just don't know. You don't know. And but if you see it, you you can't believe it. You can't believe that how much it affects. It's incredible. Yeah, and I think I, you know, we've discussed this many times before. I would have been one of those people. I've said it that literally killed over for yeah, exercise because good, my yeah. way of dealing with drinking to wake up the next day was to go and beast myself. Yeah. Was to literally push myself beyond what I'd normally do. Sweat it out and sweat it out. out. But I would have been maybe, you know, and it used to affect me a lot. I, I never looked at my heart rate, but I can guarantee I was in those big numbers. Yeah, I bet dangerous. I pushed myself dangerously close yeah. to, to keeling over. You know, we see it with Justin Edinburgh. Oh yeah. But that recently he was a real hero, um, locally brilliant, brilliant footballer. And as we understand it, I think being in a sort of similar situation of, of, because I think athletes have got that in their mind. They can push themselves beyond probably where the normal person can, but then if there's alcohol involved and the heart rate's higher, yeah. then they go to those extreme places, it's, it's just yeah. too much. Yeah, yeah, it's really upsetting. Um, uh, so bringing it back to where we are now, right? So we're building, we've got this Zone 1 Health Studio, Battle Park Essex, where I hang out all the time. I love it here. We've got, a, we've got an in-person event coming up, exclusive to our Mind Body Gym members, which is yeah, super yeah, cool. Really cool. There's loads really going on, it's really there. starting to take off. It's such a brilliant place over here. But in terms of your training, obviously the idea is to maintain where you are, if not get faster, up until 50, that makes you the fastest ever. But equally, we haven't mentioned Rosa, because there's another potential, is that on the cards world record? Uh, oh, no, well, we don't know. There might be somebody that's... Uh, that, 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 we don't that, know. We don't know. I mean, it's just... I mean, for basically, for me and Rosa, my, my dream um, it's always been... Uh, Rosa's for me, part, for of Rosa's, yeah, well. part of it. Yeah, part of it, yeah. And uh, it's for us both to run a sub three hour marathon together. And so we, we, we both ran um, a sub 18 park run, which was, was so... I was so proud. So I never thought I would ever go sub 18. Equally, kind of knew Rosa was capable of doing it, but didn't think that she would either. And we both ran sub 18 together, so I'd love to run a sub three hour marathon with uh, with Rosa. I think yeah, that's on the cards. Is that a world record? Or it's not. Sure? Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the research on it's a little bit out on that. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there might be a, a Japanese kind of uh, a, a mother and daughter that have just that have all yeah, done yeah. it. I've recently yeah, done it. Yeah, not long, not long oh. ago. Yeah, so yeah. Right. Yeah, not good. Game on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Game on. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool, yeah. a little cheeky world it, record? Yeah, it'd be good, it'd be good, really good. Yeah, yeah. They have, I know another world record marathon runner, a guy called Freddie Bennett, or Freddie Wellies, as I know him, big shout out to Freddie Wellies, often watches this. He's the fastest ever marathon runner. Yeah. Dressed as a fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> One of them, so he did it Wellies, and a, and a whole form Brilliant. like Mac. Yeah, and I, love it. I mean, he's yeah. a great runner, but yeah, he did it, did it with Freddie Wellies. Cool. Yeah. Let's just quickly have a look at some of these questions. There's loads going on here. All right, we come back to that. Tony says, incredible uh, interview. Um, but yeah, just to sort of wrap up the official bit there, I think that's just so cool. I mean, really excited about the it future. It is cool. I mean, it's, it's good because, you know, we're growing as well. And it's even with with my own training, we're kind of looking at this stage of life that I'm in at the moment. And it's kind of right, okay, so we've got we, we've got to kind of get through it. And I'm quite excited about the way we're, we're looking to do it as well. It's, 
what we're going to see is going to have a real block of strength training for myself as well. Okay. Because my, my, my strength is actually, um, I've been quite uh, quite strong for a while, which is just mental because I never ever thought I'd pick a barbell up in my life. But it's, but being quite strong, but it is definitely, uh, I'm hitting the kind of, uh, with the menopause, I'm kind of going, it's, it, right. my strength is become mm. an issue. So we're going to have kind of a three month period in my training. So normally I would run a marathon in April and a marathon in October and sometimes yeah. two in each. So I'd run four marathons a year or, you know, it's kind of all three marathons a year. But we're gonna, we, what we're gonna try and do to get me to this kind of 50 target yeah. is kind of have a period of time where I mainly strength train. So I kind of, so I, I'm looking after conditioning my body because you've got to look after your strength because that's what you're on this kind of downward There, there is a bump. decline, yeah. Yeah, the decline gets faster and faster. So, and, and oddly, it hasn't hit me, but it's hit me now. So it's kind of so right. So we kind of sit back and go right. Okay. So what 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 do we do about that? So we're going to have a block of three months where I kind of get my strength training, really get back to as strong as I can get, for, for, and then go back into marathon training as well, which I'm really excited about that. It is. It's again. It's, it's not just leaving me out to kind of right go and just you know it's kind of an approach. Go right. Okay. That's what we're going to do. We're going to fight the decline. So and it's I like anti-aging. It's I like sort of anti-aging. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what's really important about all of this, in many ways, and. Emma and Christian and the team over at Sunwat One and the methodology is basically just out there experimenting yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah. anti-aging longevity formulas because the truth is, is everything you're doing is what everyone does in here. Yeah. There's no difference. There's oh, like no, no difference. No. So that, and that's a really important part. So in terms of the strength training, in terms of the heart rate monitoring, in terms of the nutritional plan, that's what everyone does. Whether they're a you know a busy parent, whether they're a broker in the city, whether they're a builder, whether they're an athlete. Everyone does the same thing, just do it at different intensities yeah. and different weights, but it's the same methodology yeah. for everyone. And I think that's really important because even with you going through the menopause and this transition to like find ways to deal with that very strongly, come out the other side, is the sort of thing that you can then help other people yeah. potentially do exactly the same. Yeah, that's why I'm excited, you know, because yeah. it's, it's not, I'm I mean, not frightened about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably the first person ever. Can't wait. Um, so yeah yeah, yeah, it's good. yeah it's good i love it and i love being you know part of it and and we've got to know each other brilliantly yeah, you know we've been to the city we've helped we train our brokers before and it's just it's just such a cool place to be and we're seeing many of you guys started to come into the yeah, it's been good someone fun. health studio which is great and actually yeah. joe hall's out there yeah, now and steph moment. steph who's part of the arate group is out yeah, there training through the window and they've, they've been great. good yeah really good yeah i love it and it's just lovely yeah. to be a part of the whole success story emma looks amazing i feel so inspired I signed up for her event, so can't wait. Brilliant. Justine. Go yeah, on, Justine on YouTube. Yeah. Justine, yeah, so that's on the, when are we doing that? We're doing that on the uh, the 1st of August. Yes. It's exclusive yeah, to wait. the Mind yeah. Body Gym. We've got a group of 20 coming out to the uh, Zone 1 Health Studio in Baddow Park, Essex. I'll get to meet them for the first time, many of them. Yeah. Justine's coming down from Scotland. Of course, that. Yeah. It's going to be fabulous. There'll yeah. be loads more to come. I absolutely love it here. I can't, you know, I'll be a big champion, a big supporter of everything they do because it's, it's just amazing and like living proof that you know following these techniques and this formula it's just this sort of anti-aging it's gonna be like cocoon you know the film yeah. <laughs> we're all gonna be walking around sort of age 80 looking about 25 yeah i don't know about that actually, <laughs> i think that's the way it's going um there's matt who was in just the other day i love to see these obstacles ahead and plan how you're going to work past it love it mindset of a champ yeah. that's so true it's so true brilliant interview says you all right, team, we'll wrap it up there. I hope you enjoyed that. We'll see loads more of Emma over the coming months, weeks, and years, because I think she's fab. There's a much bigger story to tell behind all of this as well. Have a brilliant day, all, and I'll see you later. See you, everyone. Bye.
if you enjoyed this episode, please check out the shorter episodes, which are clips from my daily live show, The Fun Side of the Island with Andy Ramage, that you can join every day at 7.15am BST by following at Andy Ramage Official on Facebook, Instagram, and on YouTube, search for Andy Ramage. Also, for the first time ever, I'm now training double accredited coaches in my unique coaching blueprint. Go to andyramage.com and check out courses for more information. And if you'd like to train with me on my latest online live course, The Arate Way, also head to andyramage.com courses. I'll make no secret of it. I would love to train with you. So let's make it happen. And I thank you for listening. It's deeply appreciated. The best thing you can do to show some love to the podcast is to click subscribe or follow. And don't forget the sponsors, Athletic Greens, who are giving our listeners a free year supply. Yes, free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs today when you go to athleticgreens.com forward slash Andy Ramage and sign up. And I love it most of all when you share the episode you enjoy on social media. You can just take a screenshot as you listen and then put it out and tag me in at Andy Ramage Official on Facebook and Insta. You're amazing. Finally, you can sign up to my free newsletter where I share exclusive posts along with things I'm enjoying such as podcasts, books, quotes, TED Talks and much more. And many of you message to say this is your favourite thing that I produce. So please check it out by going to andyramage.com and there is an option to sign up at the footer of every page. As always, a massive thank you to Matt McCormick for producing the podcast and thank you to Austin Sweetman for your digital promotions. You can find me on team at andyramage.com, at andyramageofficial on Insta and Facebook and Andy Ramage on YouTube. See you back here soon for another episode. Let's do this. <laughs>